It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Do you actually get Bed Bath & Beyond emails every single day? Every fucking day. Let me be very clear, Bed Bath & Beyond. I'm not opposed to receiving your great offers, but you need to send me offers that I can use. Ever notice that Bed Bath & Beyond will send you all these great coupons and stuff like that? Like, oh yeah, $100 off one item or or 20% off here, 30% off there. And then you look at the exclusions and see that almost everything is excluded from that particular offer? Yeah. I don't mean to disparage the great yeah. people at Bed no. Bath & Beyond because I love wandering around their store. Yeah, I'm a guy and I love Bed Bath & Beyond, just so you know. No, it is so restrictive. You're right. I've taken that coupon in before and go, I mean, like, yeah, I'm winning. I got 20% off or whatever it might be. Um, it could be something, especially techni- like anything technology is off the table. Anything baby is off the table. You mm-hmm. think that you're getting a good price on that baby thing? Nope, you're not. Anything in the electronic section? Nope. So what's the point? What am I getting, a fucking candle? All right, great. I get 20% off a candle. Thanks. Well, in all fairness, their candles are quite expensive. Uh, right now, it's the one I got today is New Tech from Dyson. Okay. I love everything Dyson that I have. I've got that Dyson Animal Vacuum, which is phenomenal. It is f- superior in every way to every other vacuum. I want the Dyson Fan, even though I have no clue how it works. It seems to be like sorcery of some sort. Oh, Dyson and- Fan's awesome. You've got we have one? one? Yeah, we, I have the, yeah, I'm a Dyson person, too. I have two Dyson vacuums and a Dyson Fan. Well, my girlfriend just got one of these. It's the Dyson straightening iron thingy. Yeah, she likes it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And my daughter's got the hairdryer. I got it for her for Christmas last year, and she says she will never, ever, ever use another hairdryer again. And if this one breaks, she will go out the same day and buy a new one because it's that quick at drying your hair. Oh, my God. And it doesn't amazing. fry it or whatever. I know this sounds like an ad for either Dyson or Wait, Bed Bath & Beyond. We definitely don't get anything from Dyson. <laughs> Low-key, I'm shitting on them a little bit here. $649 for a hair straightener. Come on. Stop. It's stupid. That's what's stopping me from buying the hair, the blow dryer that you said your, your daughter has because I have super long, very thick hair. So if I do blow dry it, it takes me 20 minutes, a, a full 20 minutes to actually get my hair blow dried. And even then, it's not like 100% dry. It's crazy. So I heard the Dyson cuts it down in half, which is great. But like you said, like then you think about the price and I'm like, no, nah, I think I'll stand there with my hand in the air like an asshole for an extra couple minutes <laughs> to save myself that money. <laughs> Uh, here's one the full size bin for a longer deep clean between emptying so this is the dyson v11 uh stick vacuum it's the exact same as my v7 model except this one's got a bigger bin so you don't have to empty it as much hmm. but it's also a thousand ninety nine dollars and 99 cents on sale whoa and the coupon probably doesn't fucking work. No, it doesn't. It never works on Dyson stuff or the iRobot. If you're thinking about a Roomba, mind you, Bed Bath & Beyond's prices, if you guys are thinking about a Roomba, are usually the best prices for the Roomba. And they actually go on sale there now and again, whereas other places you won't find them on sale nearly as many as yeah. often. Oh, okay. Well, maybe this will be a little hack. If you're looking for Dyson stuff, I, um, I did buy a, an iRobot Roomba vacuum from Bed Bath & Beyond. And I had a a coupon that was good for like 25% off one item. So all the Dyson stuff is labeled so that you can't apply that coupon at checkout. However, I found one on their website and it was a slightly older model, but it wasn't labeled correctly on the site. So the coupon worked. And then it was too late. I'm sure if somebody caught it at the warehouse and said, "Uh, uh, uh, he wasn't supposed to use the coupon for this, then too bad. 
Yeah. Uh, they just had it labeled incorrectly on the website. That's on them. That's not on you. Oh, that's not on me at all. And I did get it for 25% off, which was pretty substantial savings because they're expensive too. Anyway, that's the shopping segment of After 9. Welcome to it, our friends. <laughs> it is Friday the 18th of September. This is the final weekend of summer. And there's just a shit ton of stuff to talk about here today. First off, Florida is a special, magical place where just the craziest stories come out of. A guy in Florida pulled over in a traffic stop on Monday, and the cops had to cuff him. I believe he had an outstanding warrant. He is a convicted felon. And they found ammunition in his car door. Here's the thing. He was driving around in full bondage gear. Whoa. Why would you be carrying ammo without a gun as a convicted felon in full bondage gear? And by the way, when the cops cuffed him, did he like that? Like, aren't you kind of rewarding him a little bit more? Yeah, he was basically waiting for someone to cuff him. It seems. <laughs> basically waiting for it. That's really bizarre. Driving around in bondage gear. Is this some sort of a weird, like, sick sexual thing? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to make you my bitch and I'm going to tie you up and blah, 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 blah. And, and you're going to wear that all fucking day until I'm done work. Is that what happened here? And this guy was like, well, shit, okay, I'll stay tied up, but I've got to go to the grocery store. But I really got to get gas. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, let's do this. Oh, boy. Let's talk about Hooters for a second. Oh, we are going to talk about the new gathering limits, by the way, in just a sec, because I know there's people that are ready to to applaud, and there's people who are ready to crap all over it. So we'll get to that coming up. There is a woman... Um, sorry, it's a kid. Sorry, it's a kid down in Florida (laughs) who just got in trouble at school. See, he went to school and he was wearing his mask, which all kids are encouraged to do down in Florida. So this kid was doing the right thing. He's in the fifth grade. What does that make you like? uh, I don't know. Eight, nine, ten. I don't don't have no idea anymore. The fifth grade. Yeah. So somewhere around there. Yeah. So this kid goes to school. He's wearing his mask. Principal calls him out of the class. Listen here, son. You're going to have to take that mask off. And the kid was, well, he was just a kid talking to the principal. He was probably scared shitless. Like, uh, I don't understand. Why? Why? Well, your mask says Hooters on it. We don't condone that kind of shit around here. Principal made the kid take his mask off because he was wearing a mask from Hooters. Hmm. Now, the dad is mad obviously because nobody wants their kids spoken to (laughs) or reprimanded in any way so the dad's angry and he did what many people will do when they are unsatisfied you can either bitch on social media or bitch to the actual media so he went to um the fox news affiliate in orlando said hey listen look look, look at this shit school made my kid take his mask off because it says hooters on it I did see the mask, by the way. If you want to see it, you can at scottandcat.ca. It's up there right now. Um, we it says Hooters it. across it. Yeah, it says Hooters. And a, a lot of you maybe are thinking, okay, so maybe it's got the owl with the eyes and the eyes look like tits. That's the whole point. <laughs> so um, like, maybe that's what's offensive here. But that's not the case. It just says the word Hooters. And it, I don't know. If, <laughs> I, I understand that some people may be offended by it. I was just looking at some of the comments on on the post from one of the um, news outlets that broke this story there saying the name Hooters is slang for a female body part 
anatomy lesson here. The logo's not about the owls. Yeah, thanks. He's a kid. Girls his age do not need their anatomy sexualized. It is slang for tits. It's inappropriate to call a classmate's body parts names like that. Okay, well... That's a, You're really I, reaching there with that, yeah, that analogy. It's a, it's a stretch, right? It's a stretch yeah. to say that girls in the class are going to look at that and go, oh, he's talking about my tits with his mask. Like, first of all, it's not a thing if you don't make it a thing. And in that grade, how many of them really even know A and B? It is a, it is a family restaurant, and some people really do take their families there. Maybe that wouldn't be your choice as a parent, but uh, people do. And again, it's just the word Hooters. And the word Hooters is not a, a bad word either, right? If, if we were talking about a mask that had vulgar language or a vulgar image, okay, I get it. It's an elementary school. Like, find a different mask. But wearing a mask right now is a win. Can we not call it a win that we're making sure that people have masks on? Why do we got to be so nitpicky, even even though I know it's in a school? And the principal, I suppose, has the right to to be nitpicky about the masks, but yeah, I don't know. This one I makes my think, eyes roll a little bit. You know, if we had the distance learning completely figured out and we had all the class sizes right where we need them and the HVAC was upgraded and all the PPE you can handle and excess teachers running around just looking for things to do, then I suppose the principals could move on to worrying about what style mask people are wearing. At the end of the day, though, this kid was wearing a mask. And I get that this person is trying to draw a comparison between Hooters and tits. Fine. You can do that if you want to walk into a Hooters location and you see the large breasted women all walking around with their short shorts and their pantyhose and their big boobs. Fine. If you go in there. But at the end of the day, Hooters is a brand. It's a brand in the same way that if this kid wore a mask that said Barstool on it, the Barstool logo. What are you getting shit for that? Because Barstool posts some pretty offside stuff from time to time. Would that be an issue? I don't know that it necessarily would. This is just a brand. And you don't have to like Hooters. There's no shortage of people out there who feel like Hooters objectifies women. Uh Well, let me tell you something. There's a lot of people who voluntarily, believe it or not, work at Hooters. That enjoy working at Hooters. Hooters has put some people through university. Because you make great tips when you work at Hooters. And do you have to walk around in that uniform, the short shorts and the pantyhose and the the tight white shirt? Yeah, you do. But that's just what Hooters does. And nobody has to go in there. Nobody's forced to work there. But the people who do work there, I'm told, do pretty well making a living there. And as far as the food is concerned, Hooters has been trying for years to reposition themselves because they did have a reputation as, oh, only dirty old men go in there to stare at boobs. They've been trying to get women to come in and they've been trying to reposition themselves as more of a family restaurant. By the way, those shirts don't even really reveal cleavage. Mm-hmm. It's just a white T-shirt, essentially. Well, and on top of all of this and. <sighs> and their I, wings are he- delicious. <laughs> they have the best chicken wings. People, No wonder people like it. People don't want to think to, at grade five, you hear that and it's young, but people don't want to really think about the fact that those grade fives, let's just say, uh, see a lot, see a lot. They know a lot. They know a lot more than I think a lot of older people give them credit 
for just because of the age that we live in. There's a lot of them that might be on social media and Twitter and looking at things on TikTok, maybe not in the U.S. anymore, but looking at all of these different things and seeing them every day. They're not stupid. They are they are totally understanding what's happening in the world. So they've seen a lot. I think that seeing the word Hooters isn't going to scar anybody uh, anytime soon. Mm, I agree. It's uh, from my perspective here. I don't think there's anything wrong with this kid wearing that particular mask. I don't think it's objectifying anybody. And clearly he was given it. Uh, The dad pointed out that he and his family had gone to Hooters. That's where the kid was given the mask. They'd gone to Hooters because they wanted to watch a basketball game and eat some wings. He took his family there. Uh, Not everybody would make that choice. I have taken my son to Hooters in the States. And uh, Hooters in the States is different, by the way. But anyway, I won't get into the comparison of Hooters. The, uh, The chain itself is, it's there if you want, but nobody has to go. And I think that uh, this principal was out of line to tell that kid to take that mask off. You can weigh in on that, though, if you want. Send us a DM. A couple other things I want to get to here. An elderly man. He looks pretty old, by the way. I'm watching this video on Twitter right now. Got a little confused when he walked into, I'm guessing this is a 7-Eleven store, but it might be a Max. He was looking for hand sanitizer, like so many of us do when we go into any building now. Like, ah, fuck, I just touched the door. Hopefully they've got some sanitizer here. Unfortunately, this guy wasn't familiar with some of the perks of going into certain stores like 7-Eleven or Max. You see, this weird contraption they had to dispense the hand sanitizer wasn't actually hand sanitizer. That was the Slurpee machine. No. And <laughs> I'm going to guess that's like a maybe a cherry crush or it's red. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, no. He didn't realize no. the Slurpee machine isn't uh, hand sanitizer. You're supposed to drink that stuff. It's pretty funny, actually. Oh, my God. At least he didn't drink the hand sanitizer. It could be worse. <laughs> Uh, it was done on cell phone video or security camera or something. But, hey, listen, uh, not all of us are familiar with everything. There's probably some people that will walk into a 7-Eleven and think, oh, fuck, a hot dog. Great. I'm going to eat that. No, you have to. They take it off the roller and put it on a bun and hand it to you. And then you have to pay for that transaction. They're not free. They're not complimentary just for shopping at 7-Eleven. That sort of stuff. We don't always all know the procedures in different stores. So I feel bad for this guy, but his hands, uh, if cold, like ice cold, will kill the coronavirus, he is doing just fine. (laughs) Dentists say they've seen a spike in teeth grinding since the pandemic began. Uh, You say it and I shiver. You say it and I shiver. So I go to Dr. Kalati, Oakville Lakeside Dental. I haven't been there in a while, by the way, because the pandemic closed them. And now they keep phoning me trying to get me in there. And I'm avoiding their calls because I don't know when I'm going to (laughs) go. Like everybody else does with our dentist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, come on in and get poked and prodded in your mouth. No, thank you. We're going to send that one right to voicemail for now. I'll get back to you. In any case, uh, dentists say they've seen an increase in, in the grinding of the teeth. And it is likely stress related or people just not sleeping right or whatever. But it reminded me that the last time I went to see the dentist, Dr. Kalati, he was trying to force me to get a mouth guard. He's like, yeah, you know, Scott, you looks like you're grinding your teeth in, in your sleep. So you're going to have to put this guard in and sleep with it in. 
No, thank you, sir. I'm not putting that mouth guard in there. No way. Do you grind your, so you grind your teeth out of what, for what reason? Like during the day or is this just when you sleep? Well, he says I'm probably doing it in my sleep, which means I haven't seen it happen. He claims that I'm doing it. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) I'm sure you ask your girlfriend, she'll tell you. You can't unhear that sound and you can never forget it when you hear it. And I'm talking about the first time I heard it. Years and years ago, sleepover at my friend's house, and she grinded her teeth so hard in her sleep, it sounded just like rock and marbles just going back and forth and back and forth. It sounded like, honest to God, I thought when she woke up, she'd have no fucking teeth in her mouth. Like, it was that hardcore. It found was it the, scarring? Oh, it was the worst noise. It was the worst noise. And she had a mouth guard she was supposed to be wearing, and she didn't. Thanks a lot, because I didn't sleep, because you didn't wear your damn mouth guard. <laughs> but anyway, I remember it from forever ago. It sounds like it does a lot of damage, and you should probably listen to your dentist. Or maybe you should just uh, mind your own goddamn business. <laughs> How about that? Look, How about I'm, Scott doesn't want a mouth guard while he's sleeping? I promise, because we didn't have time in the morning show, but we did talk about it. Um, so by text, we got a bunch of texts about the mouth guard, as you mentioned it very quickly this morning on our show. Yes, Scott. Where, where? Because the enamel, it will take the enamel off your teeth. And at your age, you don't want to be losing anything. At my age? That's, ja- that's from Jackie. Jackie sent that, not me. But hey, Jackie, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Jackie. I'm kidding. Totally. Um, Kat, uh, I'm with you. I left a boyfriend. This is crazy. So this one says, I left a boyfriend while he was sleeping because it was the most horrible sound ever. I just straight up walked out. I took my cat and I bounced. Really? You brought your cat to a sleepover? That's terrible. <laughs> Did you live there? Did the cat live there? I'm very confused by that. Are you sure it was your cat? Maybe you shouldn't have taken that. I took a random fucking cat and I left. <laughs> uh, this one says, 38 years old, will not sleep without a mouth guard now. Best move ever. So you, I'm just, I'm just saying that at your age, you shouldn't be losing anything else. No, but seriously, take care of your mouth. Put your damn mouth guard in. That's right. I do a lot of wonderful things for my mouth. Like every day, I'd say I do something nice for my mouth. It could be a burger. It could be a beer. It could be any number of things. Not for your teeth, though. I don't know. Isn't it? Can't CBD fix that, too? Isn't there something? (laughs) Can't CBD heal everything? (laughs) That's what I thought. That's what I was led to believe. You start brushing your teeth with CBD oil. You tell me how it goes. You know what? It can't be terrible. It's probably helpful in some way. I mean, I haven't found anything so far that CBD doesn't improve. Great. Maybe I will, actually. Maybe I will. I just got to pop those gel (laughs) capsules open, maybe about a dozen of them, and it'll give me enough to brush my teeth with them. So the the gist of this story, though, is like we're doing more. I think it's just the habits that we're getting in because we are more stressed out in life. And sure, grinding teeth and things like that, it's one of the ways that we try to, I guess, get rid of our stress, even if we do it subconsciously, like in our sleep. There's got to be other things in other ways that we're we're harming our bodies, basically, maybe consuming a lot of alcohol because we're stressed out a little more than usual, right? Right now i'm sure we'll see the like results of that especially into like 2021 oh absolutely uh, actually right now i'm glad you mentioned that we've as a society gravitated towards comfort foods a lot of people were stressed out uh less now more so at the beginning of the pandemic but a lot of people have gravitated towards comfort foods and they say pizza eating is up 55 percent wow 
More than half of people, when they're just, uh, they're ready to bounce off the walls or freak out, order a pizza. Mm. Hamburgers, number two. Ice cream, french fries, mac and cheese, chips, cookies, chocolate, cereal, fried chicken, spaghetti and meatballs, mashed potatoes, bread, hot dogs, and pancakes. By the way, 11 out of 15 are really carb-heavy. Carbs are comfort food, right? Carbs are definitely up there with the comfort food, sure. We had a great conversation this morning about the old technology that you have in your house. Something that was state-of-the-art back in the day. You probably paid a fortune for it, and now it's worth nothing. Doesn't even work in some cases. This was based on a thread on Reddit, and it's actually pretty funny. One person wrote, I still have a top-loading VCR. With dial tuners for VHF and UHF. <laughs> See, I don't know what the VHF and UHF is, but I, I do remember like visually a top-loading VHS v- VCR. Yeah, you would put the, the VHS tape in it, and then you had to push it down. And that was just like cool? Like, was that just badass? Like, as if you had like, uh, you know, a car door that that swung upright instead of sideways is that all there was to it like a delorean it's cool Uh, no back in the day because vcrs were so new at the time and they were not compact or light by the way to get all the technology in that they needed to fit into the machine they couldn't have you initially just pop the tape into the front of it like most vcrs do Hmm. you put it in the top and press down it was the only way to make everything fit by the way fun fact about the those top loading vcrs I distinctly remember when I was a kid, I was growing up in Cambridge, my mom and I, as a treat, she would take me to rent a movie. Like, oh my God, mom, I heard about this movie. It's called E.T. I really want to see it. Or there's a new movie with Michael J. Fox. It's called Back to the Future. Can we watch it? So we would march down to this video rental store. It was about a 15-minute walk. We would go in. And not only would we have to rent the VHS copy of E.T. or Back to the Future, Indiana Jones, we also had to rent the VCR. And you could back then, because back in the day, only rich people had VCRs. (laughs) And then I had to haul this big fucking honking machine that weighed a ton back to my place. My mom had to pull out the coax cable and screw it in, and we had to put it on channel three so that we could watch the movie that we rented. Oh my gosh. You had to actually lug around the actual machine? You could rent it. I think they charged like six, seven bucks a day to rent a VCR, but it was cheaper than paying all that money they wanted to have this state-of-the-art technology in your home. That's legit. Uh, One person claims they still have a rotary phone. And it still works, they say. That's crazy. Um, the rotary phones, I feel like, I don't know, at least with my experience with them, it was always like in, at, at the grandparents' house. We got rid of ours. I don't even know if we had, I don't even recall having one growing up, but I do recall my grandparents not being able to get rid of it. And my Nana, we had to make her get rid of the damn thing and take it off the wall <laughs> because the phone company, I don't remember what it was, but the phone company had claimed that you can't use it anymore. And it might've had to do with people being at the door because she was in an apartment building. Right? And you have usually have to dial up, right? You have to dial someone up. And right. with the rotary phone, you can't dial someone up or something like that. So she had to get rid of it. And I remember that being in the room with that conversation between my dad and my nana and it not going so well. Because she refused to give up her fucking rotary phone 
that nobody else on the planet used, but she was so used to it, she knew she didn't even have to look at it to know exactly what number she was ringing up. It was insane. But if you if you hold on to those memories or you cherish that for some reason, then you don't let go of it. You know, it's weird because if you're ever looking at homes, I, I feel like there's still some in areas of Waterloo, areas of downtown Hamilton. I'm talking like those old wartime homes. If you go into one of those homes, in almost every scenario, you'll either see a rotary phone on the wall in the kitchen or you're going to see a green or a blue wall with a white patch where the rotary phone yes. used to be. Yes. And a big one, too. It wasn't these. These weren't dainty things. These were no, heavy. I mean, you really had to nail, you had to nail the shit out of them to get them in to the to screw them into the wall. One person still has a Rolodex of business cards. Oh, he's 25, he says. <laughs> the Rolodex was great. I remember when I first got out of high school and I started my radio career and they gave me an office and I was like, I'm going to get me one of those things to keep all the business cards in. I have no idea what the hell ever happened to that thing or what happened to the business cards that were in it. <laughs> but I don't even think we give out business cards anymore. Like work gave us a box of business cards to hand out to people so they can have our contact info and stuff like that. Yeah. I think if I try and hand somebody a business card now, they're going to look at me like I have two heads. Yeah. Like, get that fucking COVID <laughs> card out of here. Nobody wants that shit. Nobody. I know. What are we supposed to do with those now? Uh, the business cards? Do we chuck them? Do we just p- put them up on the community section of the, the bulletin board at the grocery store? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You wonder how what's going to happen from here forward. Like, just you know, shoot me a text, you freak. Just don't hand me anything. Started a bit of a stir this morning because somebody who works at Walmart and asked to remain anonymous sent us a DM with a copy of an internal memo from Walmart head office. It was explaining to Walmart management so that they could explain to their staff how to answer questions as of October 15th when they stop price matching. Walmart is going to stop that ad match. No more will you be able to hold up everybody behind you in line, holding up a flyer from Best Buy saying, see, right here, right here. They sell it cheaper at Best Buy. It's two bucks off. So you got to match that price. You can't do that anymore. As of October the 15th. I am kind of surprised that they're doing away with that just because I find so many other places are or started after Walmart. Walmart was kind of the OG of it. But there are other places that allow you to price match, too. So it is interesting that they're going away with it while others, I think, for now, are keeping it. You know, if Walmart gets rid of it, everybody will. Walmart is one of the leading companies in the world when it comes to retail sales. And there's a lot of companies who find it really hard to keep up with Walmart and hard to compete with Walmart. You know, if you decide if you're a I don't know a furniture store owner, and you want to put something on sale, even if you're losing money selling it at that price, somebody can just walk down the street and go to Walmart and get it for the same price or cheaper. Yeah. Because Walmart does that. And they're a retail giant that wants to get rid of their competition, I feel like anyway. Yeah, I I am surprised, though, because when you look at the competition, I mean, right there, you said it, it, it. I mean, think about Amazon. Amazon was usually my go-to. If I was price matching anything at all, I only price match big ticket items. I wasn't the type that would sit there and try to save 50 cents here and $1 there. Don't bother. But with the bigger 
ticket items. If I was buying something uh, for the like Toys R Us, for example, does price matching still. It was always usually those two places. It was Walmart and Amazon that I would go to to price match. And I'd say, oh, it's not, it's 40 bucks off there right now. Great. Fine. So good to go. So I'm surprised Walmart's doing that because I know they want to be lowest. And But I really don't think it's going to harm them that much. I don't think so. I don't so. think it will either. Yeah. It's it's going to generate revenue for them. That probably costs them money. Listen, I don't care if they do or don't. I just want to buy my stuff and get out of there. And I usually do my research first. Where this is really going to hurt is there's a lot of people that are suffering financially right now. And it's going to hurt people that are like... Uh, they plan out their groceries, they do it strategically, and they've decided this time around there's enough stuff on sale that they're going to do their grocery shopping at Walmart. Okay, well, you go to pay for stuff, and let's say you've got a box of Cheerios, and Walmart wants $2.99 for those Cheerios, but it's on sale at, at Metro for $1.99. You could leave the Cheerios there and go out of your way to go all the way to Metro just to save a dollar on Cheerios, but you're there at Walmart anyway. Walmart used to, and they still do until October 15th, match the price of a competitor. Mm -hmm. Once they stop doing that, you got to make a decision. Do you really want the Cheerios? Are you willing to pay a dollar more? Are you willing to leave it and go and make another stop to save a dollar? It was just more convenient when they used to do it. Mm -hmm. And it took a lot of planning to realize, okay, yeah, yeah, I see that uh, uh, can of ravioli, 99 cents. Over at uh, Metro now, and Walmart's charging a buck fifty nine. I'm not paying another sixty cents. Fuck them! And then they would always match the price. Right. Well, now they're not going to do that anymore. So you've got choices to make. But overall, it probably will be good for the mom and pop shops, those stores that sure. that sell TVs and that sell laptops and stuff like that. Because right. if they want to put it on sale, let them put it on sale. Until now, Walmart would screw them and match that price. They won't do that anymore. So maybe that will help out sales for the mom and pops. Finally, uh, yesterday, because I know we're low on time and you guys don't want any more shit on a Friday. But I'll just mention this quickly because there's one part of it I want to address. Yesterday, they lowered the gathering limits in three areas in Ontario. Used to be you could have 100 people at an outdoor gathering in Toronto, Ottawa, and Peel. As of today, that's been lowered to 25 they cut it from 100 to 25. And if you wanted to have an indoor gathering, used to be you couldn't have any more than 25 people. They've cut that to 10 as of today. Now, I don't think there's too many people outside of Toronto, Ottawa, and Peel that are feeling all that upset for them because their numbers have been going up and up and up and up. However, people in that area are upset. And here's what they're doing to say that this is stupid. They're saying, well, how come you can have uh, only 10 people at a private gathering, but you're allowed to have 25 in a school classroom? What's that all about? They're trying to link it back to the schools. So for that argument, let me just point out here. These gathering limits, they don't apply to restaurants. They don't apply to churches. They don't apply to banquet halls. If you had a wedding planned, your wedding is still going to go on as normal. And no, they don't apply to schools. Here's the difference. Banquet halls, restaurants, churches, they've all got a strict set of protocols mm-hmm. that they already have to Your follow. Your house party doesn't, as much as you'd like to think it does. Yeah, you know, in school, they have hand washing, and kids are supposed to be wearing masks, and, and they do a lot of work on 
following the rules. There's teachers that are supervising, like adults in the room saying, ah, 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 don't do that. You need to do this. Oh, because you did that, now you need to go and wash yeah, your hands right. or sanitize. There's also public health nurses at their disposal. There's any number of things that are in place in schools and at banquet halls and at restaurants and so on that your little house party doesn't have. Think about the last time you went to a real rager and people have been having them. Open up Instagram and you'll see the pictures. Go to Canadian Party Life on Instagram and see what some of our university students are up to right now. Yeah. The different parties they're having and the, the funnels they're drinking out of and shit like that. That's the sort of thing that this is meant to target. It's meant to target those, hey, 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 come on over on Sunday and watch the football game. I'm going to have like five or six guys over. Uh, then I'm going to have a couple more people come over later for dinner. People are going to stop by throughout the day. That sort of shit. And before you know it, you've got 30 people in one place and nobody is following the rules. I hope the fines scare people too because the fines, it's going to be the thing that'll make or break this new these new protocols being put in place because if right. you don't, actually go through with it and find people and set a precedent early because you know there's going to be people trying to sneak around and try to get away with it and hopefully they get caught and if they don't get fined that's a problem that's a problem you need to act on it to make sure that other people see those stories and go that person was fined 10 grand for hosting a party holy shit not worth it cancel party you know that's what you're looking for that's what you need to do and young people they've got enough debt they're going to take one look at that and maybe change their mind and go Okay, you know what, guys? Yeah, fuck that. Let's not do that anymore. Well, and that's exactly what it's intended to do. So I'm thinking about, for example, uh, I'll use that football example on a Sunday. Because now it's not just on the person who's inviting people over to think about this. It's about the people getting invited. If I go over to my buddy's house this weekend and watch the football game, and there's 12 guys there. And there's a Karen next door who notices a lot of fucking cars parked on my street. I'm going to find out what's going on. Oh, are they having a party over there? I'm going to phone bylaw. So bylaw shows up at your house. They decide, yeah, let's do a little count here. So what? You got 12 guys here. Plus, you've got two kids that live here. You got a wife upstairs. Mm, Okay, you're way over the limit. Every single person there gets fined 750 bucks because you were in a place that had more people than it should have. Not worth it. On top of that, the homeowner, the person who arranged this little shindig, minimum fine, $10,000. It could go as high as $100,000 because maybe you're thinking to yourself, ah, fuck it, I'm loaded. I can have people over if I want to. Screw the rules. No, if you're loaded, they'll jack you for the whole hundred grand. It's meant to keep people from gathering together because that's where a lot of the spread is coming from. As it turns out, when they do their contact tracing, I didn't realize just how many are untraceable, where people aren't talking about yeah. where they caught it or will not yeah. answer the phone when public health calls. They don't want to have any trouble. They don't want to get friends in trouble. They don't want to be linked to anything or anyone. You're absolutely right. And that 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 is an issue. There are so many contacts that they can't trace because nobody will talk. Well, I don't want to admit that I was at a house party the other night. So uh, here's the deal. If bylaw shows up, they're going to count. Everybody who's there is getting fined 750 bucks. The organizer, minimum $10,000 fine. Is there any party that you could go to right now that you think would be worth $750? If Drake invited me over to his mansion in the bridal path to play some basketball... I'd probably go. I'll pay 750 bucks to play basketball with Drake at his mansion in the bridal path. Sure. If Bieber invites us over to his place there on Pusslinch Lake, yeah, I'd probably go, to be perfectly honest with you.
No problem. But uh, no, if a buddy says, hey, just finish the basement. We're going to have a little party this weekend. Come on over uh, this time around. I'm not doing it. I'll, I'll see you when there's a vaccine or uh, when uh, the, nobody's paying attention. I've got to tell you, like, and we're not even in a troubled spot here. Uh, I shouldn't say that. We do. We are having increased numbers. We're seeing what's happening is not great here in KW. But even here in KW, especially with school being back uh, and people being out and about a little bit more, I, I've pulled back. I pulled back. I've had friends ask me to go to, out to dinner and stuff, and I've said no. I, you know what? I'm holding off. I'm good. I had a little bit of social get-togethers and stuff over the summer. I'm going to hold off a little bit. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are making the choice, and you should make the choice that's you know best for you. But I'll admit, I'm fully like, no. I'm saying no to pretty much everything right now. You know where it is going to get weird for me? And I don't live in Toronto, Peel, or Ottawa, so it doesn't really affect me right now. They may change those gathering distance, gathering rules across the province eventually, but not right now. It's only for those three. But where it's really going to get people... In four weeks or three weeks, Thanksgiving. It's so easy. Before you know it, hey, uh, my brother and sister are coming over. And they're bringing their spouses. Oh, and uh, yeah, Aunt Betty just called and said she's coming over too. And before you know it, you've got 15 people around the table. Karen next door decides to call the cops. And boom, we're all getting $750 fines for Thanksgiving. That'll be definitely a weekend to watch for. You're right. That'll be a big one. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to After 9. We had an absolutely massive week for downloads and new subscribers. So thank you for being a listener. We really appreciate it. We will have a new edition of After 9 coming out on Monday. In the meantime, enjoy your weekend, and we'll catch you back here soon. Happy motherfucking Friday. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.